better run. Here they come, they got to blast on us. The black nerds, bloods are rush. I'll turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant blurs give you the word. On the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to And welcome to episode 273 of Blurds R Russ. Alright, so we have quite a few different topics to talk about today. Um, and I'm very grateful as always to have Martin be joining me. Um mm-hmm. do you know what? Yeah, you know how like I've been saying like for the longest time, our um what do you call it? You know, people to leave us reviews and stuff. We actually yeah. someone someone left a review, and I'm actually gonna read read that review right now if i can find nice. it would be so annoying after all that talk i don't know whether i put the review and again <laughs> i mean finally it's i mean i'm not gonna lie even for <clears throat> i'm actually excited that someone's you know left a left a, a, a review um purely because it's just so nice that people actually interact with us i don't care what the comment says it could be positive it could be negative but all in all take it on the chin and yeah, we 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 move forward. At least we know how to improve. Do you know what I mean? Oh no, it, it, um, it, it and was you know what positive. people like and what people want to talk about. So mm. all that is really exciting. Oh no, it, it it was positive. And again, it was just one of those ones where like I've been saying it for so long. Like oh yeah, leave us a review. And I was like, I haven't even realized if I've checked if we've got any reviews. Oh. So um, one of the like things that I've signed up for is like um. I don't know exactly what it is, but basically, it, mm. it, it basically sent me an email to let me know um, that we got a, a review. So the review was nice. a five star. It was titled Daddy Nana. So I'm assuming that's a friend of the show. Great <laughs> podcast and a must add to your weekly line of podcasts. Hop a review via Apple Podcasts. Actually, Lovely. in saying that it says Hop, yeah, I'm assuming that's James, that, that's um, James Hop, which is awesome, Hop, which is yeah, waste. Yeah. Wasteland Batman. Well, he's not on Wasteland. Actually, is he still Wasteland Batman on Twitch? I thought it was Wasteland Viking now. I don't, I don't I know think if his name yeah, changed a few Wasteland times. Wasteland Viking. But because I met him as Wasteland Batman, I'm so used to calling him... Um, <laughs> so he's so if it is if it is Hop, it's, um, he's now got a new podcast. So obviously he still does um, the show with Uncle Aaron and Jesse on Nerds. But he's mm-hmm. got like, um, a podcast called Rock With Hot. And that's where he has conversations with mem- different members of the Leftover Army and um, just different guests anyway. And they talk um, about, I think, their favourite rock bands. Okay. Um, I've not given a chance to listen to it yet, but I've like got all the episodes downloaded on my phone. Because um, mm-hmm. so, I, like, I like rock music, but I'm not like big on rock music. Do you know what I mean? Like It's not like yeah. my forte. I'm more in, you know, into hip-hop, R&B um especially like the 90s early 2000s that's kind of my jam and where i stay at yeah no man <laughs> i mean with me me and rock music um actually it was video games that introduced me more to rock music than anything else because growing up i mean my mom brought me up on classical music i listened to obviously r&b hip-hop um but then 
games like say your Need for Speeds, for example, um, and really got me into into rock music. Um, you know, then I did the whole history of rock music and whatnot. Um, so, um, few there are few bands that I do listen to. There's Avenged Sevenfold, um, there's Puddle of Mud. Of course, everyone knows um, Linkin Park. Um, you know, there's there's so many more out there. Um, not not really Paramore, but there's um, you know a few of I guess a few Evanescence um, song, um, songs that I like. Um, um, who else? Cryoshell from I think from Sweden. Uh, they did a, a lot of the Barnacle um, the Barnacle movie uh, soundtracks and songs. So um, there's all sorts. I mean, there's so many more that I've said like My Chemical Romance and X Y and Z. So yeah, that's that's my sort of. Um, I guess rock. <laughs> I just like my rock <laughs> listenership. Yeah, and then going back to obviously like getting reviews and stuff. Like our numbers have been slowly going back back up since we've, um, you know, come back from a hiatus. Uh, we're not doing yeah. like, massive numbers, but there's been a slow uptick in numbers. Um, we're not back to pre-pandemic numbers on a regular basis just yet. Um. But we're slowly coming, slowly. So yeah, I guess we just have to be consistent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, um, like episode two hundred sixty-four had one hundred twenty-four plays according to SoundCloud. Episode two hundred sixty-six uh, got two hundred fourteen. So around mm-hmm. pandemic, before pandemic times, we were regularly getting between one hundred and two hundred plays. Um, yeah. Since then, we've been getting about anywhere between fifty to sixty. So anytime I see us cross that hundred that hundred mark i'm i'm very ecstatic mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah nice we bit. shall slowly build it back up yeah, 100%. um 100%. yeah so you know i guess we'll share our socials as well um we'll try we'll be aiming to post a lot more on instagram you mm. know um facebook yeah um yeah and twitter um more so twitter and instagram but mm. yeah we're just hoping to be more engaging so that should uh definitely help us bring our numbers up i was a little bit glad that we i wasn't able to go comic-con this weekend man it felt like the first comic con in a long time that i didn't i didn't go to one of the um one of the days during the summer um yeah. but i am hoping that uh in the winter one the one end of october um, yeah i'll be able to go make that one so the plan is to go in october and uh hopefully we can make that happen yeah i'm looking forward to that one too uh, my experience i mean the first time me going to comic con I was, I was honestly like a kid in a sweet shop because um you know people in all the awesome cosplays um animes i knew about animes i didn't know about i remember i had a massive grin on my face where i saw someone cosplay as um master shark shark t from star wars held her lightsaber as well oh mm-hmm. it was good stuff um so yeah. yeah i'm definitely looking forward to a round two um this year yeah i've seen, I've seen, I've yeah, seen just, uh, just, just a repeat of this the, the same things i've seen a couple of pictures on comic-con um it looks like it was the same it was the same kind of things uh as normal i'm hearing that it wasn't mm-hmm. as busy as usual okay um yeah are you are, have you got headphones in no i don't yeah, I'm hearing a little bit of feedback. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> no, I see. It could, yeah, it could be from the um, laptop sound, and then I guess that feeding back from the mic. So yeah, I'll put some headphones on. Hopefully, that, that um, improves the yeah, yeah, yeah. sound quality. 
It should do. It should do. All right. So we we've got a lot of things to cover. This well, I'll say a lot, a lot of things, but um, quite a few different things to cover. Um, so if you are listening to us for the very first time, we here at Blurs R Us have a very unique rating system. If we think something is dead, not don't waste your time. It gets bones. There's a quarter chicken, a half chicken, a three piece, and if it's the creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken. Um, so, uh, two episodes ago, um, Martin um, watched the live action new Peter Pan, and I covered the live action Peter Pan last week. So I watched the cartoon this week. Um, mm-hmm. I was a little bit of a, a Disney, uh, not a Disney hype. I was watching some of the cartoons. Uh, we'll obviously get to Little Mermaid in a little bit. Um, the Peter Pan cartoon. I I think that was the first time since I watched it since I was like a child, and um, it was pretty good. Um, I forgot how. Um, what's the word? Cause I didn't. Okay, so I didn't think he was that racist in it. Yeah. Yeah. But I forgot they had racist elements in it. Like I forgot about the Indians because in the live action. Oh, that one. Yeah, what makes that that song? What makes the red man red? I yeah, remember that. Yeah, yeah. I find it kind of, like <laughs> watching it as an ad- obviously as a kid you was oblivious. Yeah. Watching it as an adult and knowing that ah oh, this was a bit offen- this was offensive. Yeah, I didn't find it that offensive, and I actually kind of found it funny because mm. he's basically saying that the white man red because he got kissed by a girl and he blushed and turned a bright red, <laughs> and that made me laugh in it like and um. Yeah, so I give the car in a free piece. Yeah, it was actually a lot better than I remembered it. Um, mm. The some of the racist jokes um, actually made me chuckle. And again, I can understand why some people got offended by it because obviously, if that's your culture, that's your ethnicity, you're gonna be upset if they're taking a the piss out of it. Um, yeah, but obviously, you know, I haven't watched Dumbo in a long time, in it. So I wonder if I go back and watch Dumbo, where I'll find the. Uh, the racist crows funny or whatever I get whether I would get offended by it mm-hmm. um, but it was definitely better than the fucking live action that they did um, and I don't know why they obviously I understand they took out all the Indian stuff because of the racism and um, you can't I don't, like because they was like oh you can't even call them Indians anymore you got to call them Native Americans I was like mm, I I guess so but like yeah it, 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 you know it was me and Dale had an interesting conversation on that um, okay. I'm gonna skip out my dad about how I'm gonna come to I'm gonna go to Little Mermaid. Um so I hate how this movie in a sense made me feel in the terms of I really enjoyed the movie. Mm. Um I, I went into the movie and the movie was really at bones because I hated the way Flounder looked. Um I hated um Oh, no, I don't want to say hated. I, I hate the way Flanderler, that one was a, was a given. Um, I wasn't really the biggest fan of Hayley Berry being cast as, um, what's her name, Ariel. Ariel. But that actually really works. I'm going to come to that, yeah. So as the movie was going along, I was finding myself really enjoying it. Um, I was having a lot of fun. I was singing along to the songs. Um, some of the extra stuff that they threw in, I didn't mind it. I thought it was actually done quite well um i thought the extra stuff that they gave prince eric was a bit blair um and i didn't find the actor as like handsome and charismatic as 
Prince Eric was in a cartoon. Uh, I thought that um, Aquafina was going to annoy me a little bit as Scuttle, but mm-hmm. she was actually pretty cool. Um, I, there was, when they did that Scuttle Bug song or whatever, Scuttle Butt, um, I did feel like at moments it, was, it felt a bit like Little Mermaid meets Hamilton, um, mm-hmm. which was funny because... Um, I think David Dig David Dig David Diggs who played Sebastian was in Hamilton. And I think mm-hmm. the new songs um was done by Lin, Lin what's his name? Lin Manuel. Yeah. The guy that wrote Hamilton. So, you know, that was a, you know, it's interesting that my mind went to that and it obviously, you know, was 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 true in it. There were similarities there. Mm-hmm. Um like I said, as the music was go- as the film was going on, I was enjoying it. I was at a free piece, um, not a whole chicken. I was at a free piece, and then they did the fucking ending. They <laughs> did the ending. Now, I-, I hate this year because it makes me come across so sexist or maybe even possibly mis- misogynist. Yeah, mm. but like, why did they change it? That. Eric didn't save the day. So I watched so I was watching it, yeah, and the moment it happened, yeah, like my face just dropped and I was like, oh, they've done it again. Like Yeah. They, men can't be heroes no more. Yeah. Women have to save the day. They have they have the, they've 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 changed they've changed it to be more um I don't even know how to put it because I wouldn't even say it's woke. I just feel like they just wanted to make it different, make give Ariel more to do. like I don't know if it's more to do but mm. for me personally I didn't like it in it like I was just like raw like why like if Eric, Eric just gonna save the day and like do her own thing kind of thing yeah why is Eric there Eric should just jump yeah. and land in it like literally because the, the the extra stuff that they tried to give Eric to do yeah wasn't even that was was a bit shit anyway and then they also added the queen which I didn't mind they added the queen yeah but then they made the queen mm. black which meant that Eric was some adopted child because obviously he's white in it. I was like, yeah. you didn't need, like, you could have, had, if you got to add a queen, you could have just made the queen white and made Eric actually be her son. But instead, they made him another kid that got shipwrecked and then they adopted him. And I'll, mm. have you seen this? Well, I'm best spoiling shit. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen it. So oh, you go ahead. Sorry, I should have said that. But I think you should still watch it. And I think mm. it might, you know how, like, when you warned me about how Peter Pan was? Yeah. I think me telling you these things might, like, not drop your rating. Um, and, oh, another thing I didn't like here, the CGI. So, the the true underwater scenes, mm-hmm. yeah, they didn't film them underwater. They filmed them in a room um, with, like, a green screen or blue screen wall background, whatever, and mm-hmm. then they added the CGI for like the hair to look flowing and the mermaid tails. So but when they did that, it made it like really obvious that they weren't filming underwater, especially when they did the transition when they were like swimming the water and then like breaking through the ocean f- ocean floor. Well, not the ocean floor, but like through the waves and then coming mm-hmm. on land. It made it look really bad and really off-putting. And um, that like, that got to me a little bit. Um, but do you know who else actually did really well 
Um, Melissa, Melissa McCarthy did really well as Ursula. Oh, as, as Ursula, right? She actually because you know Thomas doesn't like her in it. She doesn't. He he hates her character. But yeah, he I, hates I, I, I personally yeah. think she did really well with her character. And do you know what? Yeah, again, obviously, like I said, they added some extra stuff here, but they was really faithful to the cartoon. Like a lot of the scenes are very well replicated in live action. Um, mm-hmm. so I did really like that. Um. What else? It was fun. Do you know what I mean? Like I said, I think if it wasn't for the fact that I, you know, Little Mary was one of my favourites growing up, yeah, I think I might have rated it a little bit lower. Um, mm-hmm. But I give Little Mermaid the movie of 2023 half chicken. Little Mermaid, the original, gets a whole chicken because, like, I think if it wasn't for the nostalgia, it probably would have got a free piece. But because, like, again, I've got such a, like, love for Little Mermaid, it gets a whole chicken. Um, All right. I didn't really, like, I think I probably said this already. I didn't really love David Diggs as Sebastian. I think his voice was a little bit off. Now, another thing that pissed me off here. So, you've got a talking crab, a talking, what's what flounder? I can't even, I don't even know what clown, flounder is. He's a, I don't know, he's not a clownfish. No, he's not a clownfish. I know that That's much. Finding Nemo. But anyway, you've got, um, flou- you've got a talking fish. Yeah, you've got obviously talking mermaids, and you've got a talking bird. Yeah. Now in mm-hmm. the cartoon when they did the kiss the girl, yeah, you had the frogs, you had the you had loads of other animals getting involved. The flamingos, it? I think yeah. the flamingos. In this one, singing. it was just the three of them and it was really shit. Like it, it just didn't work in the same like they tried, yeah, like they had the the, the um what, fireflies and like it was all like romantic and it, it, it like they tried, they tried to recreate, but then I was like, why did they not have the yeah 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 <laughs> like they didn't have the little extras that I, I was like I, I missed that in it they tried to do their own thing and I, I get it but um yeah I don't know man like there were, there were certain elements that was missing and I think that's why I couldn't give it a, um, a, a high score like I said that ending it really rubbed me the wrong way man like I was just like nah you, ch- you changed the story in it um, yeah, I hear that. So, my question for you, <clears throat> excuse me, my question for you is, what do you think about the representation of Ariel? Because um, I was reading online that some people may have felt that, um, well, I think people may have forgotten that Ariel was more in love with the surface world than Eric. Yes. So, some people online were saying that, um, you know, Ariel. The only reason why Ariel left the king, the kingdom of Atlantis was because of Eric. Um, and I was of the opinion, and so were a few people online, that the reason why she left um, the kingdom of Atlantis was because she wanted to explore more of the surface world. And so, her in for the surface world was obviously Eric, right? Yeah. Um, so how was this handled? So, like, again, for watching the cartoon, it was a bit of both, in it? So I think mm. initially it was, you know, she she wanted to get to know humans. But then I think, you know, because I think in the car, she's like 16. Mm. And Eric might be like 18, 20. And I think... In no, the one car- of the dad was pissed. <laughs> in, I think in, in, in the cartoon, it was more like, yeah, I like the human world. But then look at this buff human guy that like, you know, is really cute, really handsome. You know, I like him. And I can, I can get the best of both worlds in a sense. Um... Mm. In this one, uh, I don't know. I I I liked what they did. Um, one thing that I know Dell picked up on 
Um, she uh, is that I think from when we saw the original pictures, her hair looked a lot more locks. Mm-hmm. Where in this one, it looks less like locks and like just kind of like standard single plait hair. So yeah, it, it didn't look like proper like embracing that blackness, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like her hair could have been more red or more ginger. Or more uh, vibrant, is that is that? Yeah, it wasn't as colourful as like, or like more stand out, stand outish as I expected to be. Um, they changed obviously how she like went from the got to the surface from after she got her voice taken. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, sorry, say your question again because I don't know if I've actually answered your question. Oh, so in terms of Ariel um, leaving Atlantis to go to the surface world, um, some people are saying that she left for a guy, obviously the guy being Eric. Yeah. Others say that no, it's because of a genuine love or curiosity for the surface world. So I want to know how they handled it. Was it because of, you know, a love interest in Eric? Or was it because um, her curiosity is what ultimately led her to the surface world and Eric was her sort of in? I, 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 would, the... I would say both, but mainly Eric. Because she okay. sa- she saved Eric and like she, like especially in the um car the cartoon, you know she was crushing him hard like that statue that was his face. She's like oh it looks so much like him. It's got his eyes like she was proper crushing because you know she was she was a young one, isn't it? She was that was mm. like her first ever like crush. So yes, it kind of killed two birds with one stone, but it was it was definitely um the Eric factor there. Do you know what's funny? Yeah, like they literally. Not only did they make Ariel black here, you know the horse that they go in the carriage ride, yeah? Oh, yeah. I saw your comment on the, on the group chat that they even made the horse black. They even made the horse black. I was like, these people are fricks. But it made, it made me laugh at it. Like, uh, it was fucking jokes. But, um, yeah. Like I said, I, want, I went into this movie hoping that it was bad in it. Like, I, I was, you know, I had um, a bias. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, Hey, Halle Berry, Halle Berry, Haley Berry, she, I don't know how to pronounce the name to be she fair. Smashed Haley? It. She smashed it, she smashed it as Ariel, yeah, mm-hmm. like, acting without using your voice is not easy. It's and really not. And the fact that for a lot of this movie, yeah, she didn't have a voice and she portrayed the emotions, like, she played it to a T. And not only did she play the T, she had the vocals for the role. Do you know what I mean? She had the pipes. Mm. Like they had to get a singer because obviously, you know, it's a very singing role. But like, mm. she smashed the the songs in it. Like she she did it really really well. Um, I I cannot say anything bad about her portrayal of the character other than the fact she went white. But she killed it. Like her mannerisms. Um, her like the way she did her face um you know like everything she did yeah she did exceptionally well and i bought that she was ariel do you know what i mean obviously i know that she's not but like she portrayed ariel really really well um one thing that gave me jokes yeah is obviously they've like modernized it so um titan's daughters are all of like different races yeah so that just made me think that triton was just slinging his dick all across the seven oceans because he must have had seven different baby mums, yeah. And two, 
his um what do you call it his jeans are not very strong because none of the doors look like him <laughs> so <laughs> he's slinging his dick and his jeans are weak because all his do doors you know what god because the thing is that king neptune <clears throat> oh is it king neptune it's king no, neptune well, isn't it's it trying isn't it so it's not tight because sorry king tight sorry yeah he is apparently the son if, if you look at greek mythology mm. he's supposed to be the son of king of of i guess the greek god neptune yeah so um with that obviously comes his uh his godly powers so i reckon you know these, these i mean these gods were sleazy anyway i mean yes. they were shapeshift to horses uh, and this that and the other and impregnate women that and true, all that yeah. so he probably just took off to his father and said listen my dad did it i'm gonna do it too and just sting my dick everywhere that is that you know you've made you know you've actually made a really good point there so yeah mad you've made it so yeah he, and he could have changed what, he could have changed what, his race sorry. He could have changed yeah. his race depending on where he was. So you're yeah, right. Literally. That's, a, that's actually a very good point. Yeah. And lastly, what do you think of the sisters? Because obviously, like you said, those the, the, the names and faces changed. Um, again, it's something that doesn't bother me at all that um, the representation of the daughters are from obviously to represent the seven oceans, right? So, so I um, feel... Like mm-hmm. it was done a little bit better in a cartoon because I think all the daughters were named A. I, I, I'm trying to pull up the IMDb so after 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 A's, yeah. I'm trying to pull up the IMDb because um, I think in this they gave them all different names. Mm-hmm. Where in like I said in the cartoon they all had a little beginning of A and then obviously Ariel was the last one. Yeah. Um. Hold on, I'm just trying to pull it up. Um. But obviously, you could, you could kind of tell, like, obviously, the black one was black. Like, she represented, um, I don't know, the African Sea. Then you had the Chinese one. You know, she, again, I'm, I'm terrible with um Cs, so forgive me for anyone that's like, ah, oh, you're getting it wrong. But the, the representation... Because you're definitely getting it wrong. That's what I'm shutting up, because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Besides Atlantic, Pacific, Indian, Oceans, um, yeah. So I think like, I've only named three, think, right? I so you, had, you can tell my I'm pretty bad at it. I too. think you had Perla, Indra, Marla, Tamika, Karina, and Caspia. Ah, Caspia. Okay, cool. So I think those those are the names of the thought. They had Ariel, where in the cartoon, I think all their names began with a letter A. Mm. Um I I'm trying to remember. Did in the cartoon Yep. I think you got the dad's anger a little bit more to why he hated humans. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of, no, so I think maybe, in, I think I'm getting the two mixed up. I think maybe in the film, he he gets the thing about they killed um, his wife um, and they go, they delve into that just a little bit more. Uh, okay, I don't think that was I don't think that was mentioned in the cartoons. Yeah, they 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 say that humans killed the wife, mm. and then took her away. And so that was like, why why would you, um, why would you want to be like? That's why I banned everyone going to like the surface them. world. Yeah, yeah. Um, and do you know what? Yeah, <clears throat> another thing that even <laughs> another thing that annoyed me. Yeah, like even before the film started. So the cartoon was like an hour and a half, and then the live action. And this was, like was almost two hours. Two, wasn't it? two hours fifteen minutes. I was <laughs> like, "Why is this movie so long? It doesn't need to be that long." 
because they added they added extras yeah. in it. <laughs> but again, like I said, some of the extra stuff worked in it, so I can't even be too mad. Like normally, when they put extra shit, I get really upset. But some of the extra stuff really worked, so it fleshed out the story just a little bit better. Um, mm. I still think that they should have cast if they're gonna go with a black Ariel, they should have gone with um a black Ursula and um what do you call it? Octavia Spencer is what you're, is who you're thinking oh, of. I was going, I was saying, I was just Queen, any other. I was thinking Queen Latifah. I think Queen Latifah would have mm-hmm. made a sick Ursula. I think Queen Latifah would be good too. I thought Queen yeah. Latifah would have made a sick Ursula. Ah, oh, do you know what? Yeah, shout out to the British Mandem and, and that. You, do you remember there was this like black lady in like Casualty and then she went to Holby City? I never watched Casualty. Ah, uh, so if you ever watched Holby Casualty City. Uh, Holby City, yeah, there was this black nurse in it. And um, she was in like those shows for like for a long time. Um, mm. She was in this movie. She played like the maid that like looked after Ariel in the palace for a little bit. And there's like a lot of different okay. like British actors in it. So it was it was cool seeing. It was it was cool seeing that as always. You know, representing mm. the UK and that. Um, but yeah, no. Like I said, like I think we've got half term coming up. Um, if you've got little ones, I think this will be a very good, fun little movie to go take them to see. And then you could also then show them the original. And you know what? Yeah, on, on Disney, there's like Little Mermaid 2, Little Mermaid Returns. There's like bare different yeah. Little Mermaid shows. And I forgot there was a TV show, you know? Yeah, there was a TV show. I remember that being there. Um, when the TV show was out, I was still in Ghana. So I only caught glimpses of it because... In Ghana, I don't know, it did this thing where it wasn't like a properly scheduled thing. Mm. So what I mean by that is that there was a TV guy that told you, okay, yeah, on you, this you, channel, Cartoon Network is going to be from, I don't know, 7 a.m. to uh, till 8 or something like that, mm. um, or, or, or 9. So there'll just be Cartoon Network, and all of a sudden, it just like, back straight away, it switches to like news or something like that. I'm mm. like, rah. Like, there's no sort of build-up. And so anybody came to the UK that realised, no, they actually do schedule <laughs> schedule TV programmes and let yeah. you know when this is cut, when this is starting, when it's finishing. Um, and then it does a transition, so there'll be adverts and stuff into the next programme. Whereas mm-hmm. Ghana at the time, it was simply just, yeah, you're watching it. Um, you know at, at nine o'clock, it's going to switch off straight away and it's going to be news and stuff like that. So... Mm. Um, with that, I managed to watch glimpses. I think it was a Cartoon Network. Maybe it was another kids kids channel. But I remember watching a couple of episodes of um, the TV show oh, of the the animated TV series. Yeah, no, it's uh, what was I gonna say? So there is actually a live action version with Queen Latifah as Ursula. So I'm actually gonna maybe watch that for next week. Okay, but um, there's Little Mermaid. There's Little Mermaid Two: Return to the Sea. There's Little Mermaid: Ariel's Beginning. There's Little Mermaid, a cartoon show. I was like, I was just like, right. There's so much Little Mermaid on Disney Plus. So, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm let you guys know what I think of the live action and see if Ursula, um, Queen Latifah, smacks it as Ursula, which I think she will. Um, so yeah, that's Little Mermaid's cartoon and original. Um, now something that I was meant to review a very long time ago, um, but I got busy or we was at her, or we was having the wedding. Uh, My dad, the bounty hunter on Netflix. Um, yeah, I believe you've watched this as well. Yes, I have. Um, I really enjoyed it. Ugh, let me try that again. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I give it a free piece. Uh, let me just pull up. So it is a show starring Laz Alonso, who also was um, Mother's Milk in The Boys. 
Okay. Uh, Farah Ferguson as Lisa. Uh, Jacob Swan as Sean. Uh, you have Yvonne Origi as Tess. You had Yvette Nicole Brown as KSR. Uh, you had Rob Riggle as Glorax. You had Maddie Taylor as Torga. You have Everett Downey Jr. Downing Jr. as Bog Dog. Uh, Carwell as Luke Bat, Jamie Chunk as Vax, Jim Rush as Fixer, and Leslie Uggams as Grandma. Um, I really enjoyed this. It was um, how how do I put this? You know when they say like, oh, there's like sometimes you need like representation and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I felt that you had like that that hip hop element, uh, black culture to this. Um, yeah. And and that was that was nice. That's nice to see. Um, it was fun. It had a bit of action. It had a really good storyline. Um, the little cute little alien things were kind of funny. Um, I had a lot of fun of it. Like I, I binged it within like a day. Um, got it through it very quickly. Um, again, if it's something that I had young kids, I would love to sit them down because it kind of like almost had a little bit of like a, a Ben Ten feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was really cool. Um, yeah, I'll give you a free piece. What what, what are your thoughts and what was your ratings? Um, let me give the rating first. So I give this a three piece. Nice. What I really like about um, My Dad, the Bounty Hunter, is firstly, um, Terry Sabo Brock, who is the father. Um, to me, he felt like a, like a proper dad. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, um, I guess in this case, a dad who goes out working um well on the surface i think from the kid's perspective goes out working we don't see it very often because it's trucking in real life trucking um it could be gone for weeks or months even um out on deliveries um so it made sense that he was a bit estranged with the kids mm-hmm. um and that relationship was uh a bit um like i said a bit strange um but I did like him as a dad. When he was with the kids, he was being a typical dad. Do you know what I mean? Always worrying about what the what the kids are doing. He knows that um, he messes up at times as well. Um, you know, when he's super strict with them or when he says, I'm telling you to do this, do this. And obviously, kids are not going to just simply take, do this um, for word. I mean, unless, <laughs> unless, you're gone in, unless you're gone in or, you know, from... Uh, from from uh, another another um you know ethnic uh, ethnic background mm-hmm. where if your kid, if your parents say to do something you best do it otherwise yeah. you get beat or whatever the case is yeah. um but in this one I really like the portrayal of or I do like the portrayal of Terry because it just felt like he was a dad and I know that parents don't get everything right we all know this that parents are not perfect right but you hope that they try to um um you know parents as well as they can and he really got this with sabo so like i said he he'd mess up and then he tried to make it up to his kids mm-hmm. you know he'll take them to yes i know even though he was on mission he'd take them to this um this i guess uh fun fun fair world um where eventually he's um um one of the kids um i think it was priya um sorry not priya um lisa um p- portrayed by priya ferguson obviously found out that um those cute um cute aliens were actually like enslaved so you know he tried to make it up you know he'd take it for ice cream this that, and the other so you know he's sort of like you know trying to say to them that i'm sorry i did this um i know i messed up i'm trying to make it better and of course from lisa's point of view she is also the the eldest uh sibling so her trying to 
shelter, protect Sean, her brother, as well as sort of not just bridge the gap between the two, but also, um, you know, push back on the dad for not being there for 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 them, this, that, and the other. I just thought it all worked out really well. And then obviously Sean just trying to be sort of like the peacemaker between everyone. And Sean just being a kid as well does dumb things. And that's what kids do. Kids have no sense of, you know, what could be potentially dangerous at times. So they end up, you know, getting themselves into all kinds of situations. Uh, of course, they don't think things through as well. Yeah. So I think all those elements worked out really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked the adventures in general. Um, I thought that, you know, it's just really cool that the kids got to see, you know, like alien civilizations, um, this, that, and the other. And at no moment, at no point in time, did I feel like the kids weren't being themselves. I think that, you know, they all stay true to who they were throughout the entire series. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd absolutely love to see a second season of this. Um, and I think it's a, a, in terms of the animation, I think the animation was done really well. I really, I like, I liked, you know, I guess typically now we like, you know, black, black hairstyles or just, you know, yeah. hairstyles from yeah. different cultures. We like to see it, see the hair textures, this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. Um, and we knew it was a black family as well. Um, there's some jokes in there, especially with the grandma, Sabo's. Um, Sabo and Terry have interchanged, but it's the same person. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Sabo's mum, grandma, you know, she comes in with all the food and stuff like that. And we all know that we've been to aunties and, and grandmas who, who just feed us. I think it's just a universal thing for just grandparents to just feed us and, and this, that, and the other. And that's exactly what she did. So it felt relatable in that sense, too. Um, I'll let you go ahead and dive into more details. No, it, it, it was just a quality, well-done anime. Like, I, I think the ending was a really good reveal in terms of the mum being an alien. Yeah. Um. Again, <laughs> I've not said spoilers once this episode. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just spoiling the fuck out of shit. <laughs> um, I thought that was cool because she was like almost... um looked almost Amazonian, like a, 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 or even like a, a Nubian princess with her staff and stuff. Yeah, um, I got that as well. That, 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 that was uh, really cool. And the fact that she could fight, she was badass. Um, and like, you know, we all understand not all relationships work in it. And like, sometimes things, you know, parents can have issues, you know what I mean? They can fight, it can, but it looked like they were slowly starting to resolve shit in it. And like when it yeah. came when it came to the kids, they was like, uh-uh, I'm like, you know, I'm fighting for my kids, like I'm protecting my kids. So I I really enjoyed that, man. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, that's all I gotta say, man. It's just, I, 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 you know what? As much as some people shot on Netflix, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, and, and I think this is a point I was gonna make later, but since we're here, I like that they give us stuff that we may not have gotten before. Yeah. Like we're gonna talk about a foreign movie um later. Um, you know, fifteen, twenty years ago, I may never have seen this movie because it's a foreign movie, it might not have been distributed over here. Like the ability to see how other countries view film and how they do their shit is like I'm impressed, isn't it? Like I'm I'm starting to like enjoying, you know, I'm getting like I, I now on my Netflix recommendation get some Korean um, dramas and action stuff mm-hmm. you know I'm starting to get Polish stuff I'm starting to get German stuff like I'm getting different things I'm, I'm really enjoying it and without Netflix some of these things 
we may never have seen. So, again, every once in a while, I've got a shout out on Netflix, man. They're, they're doing their thing. Um, yeah, it's true. Oh, I think with Netflix, I think for every sorry, sort of live action anime adaptation they do and they completely flop, they make it up with with something else that's, um, I guess, original and um, ends up ends up being a good product. And I think My Dad the Bounty Hunter is definitely one of those that's a good product. It's a mm. good series. It's relatable. And um, again, even... I mean, it's one day you can sit down with kids and watch it. And um, I know some people maybe think sort of, oh, maybe it's a black... It's a, it's a, like a, in inverted commas, a black series right mm. but it's just a it's just a, a family series do you know what yeah. i mean I, don't, I think not everyone needs to think about um um series films media in terms of ethnicity but just humanity right um yeah. you have i mean like, like like i've already mentioned you have um just the intricacies of between relationships between the of of the of terry lisa sean and then the mum as well um and also the grandmom and how you know they interact with the rest of the world, the rest of the of the universe that they end up discovering, and I think all of that is super relatable. Mm. Um, and I do, I honestly do, um, a hundred percent recommend this. I guess I've given it a three piece, um, but I, I highly recommend uh, anyone, everyone watch this series. Just again, just because it's just, it's just a fun watch. Um, mm. there's comedy there, there's some jokes there that adults will understand. Um, kids seeing this will just love the fact that it's you know it's an alien world. Um, you know the the kids around their age as well who are going on this, this super adventure or super fun adventure. And um, there's nothing more I could say other than to um, you know, than to recommend this series. All right, so I slightly fucked up a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, after Little Mermaid, we were meant to talk about Mer People. Uh, Mer People was a documentary on Netflix. Uh, and it followed some real life mermaids. Um, <coughs> I again, I think they dropped this out of the perfect time with Little Mermaid again released, and I thought again, nice little, so. nice little tie in with what we're about to see. Um, I really hope that that end scene with all the like mer people, they use people from the actual mer community, mermaid community. Um, yeah, that would have been a nice touch. Um, I really enjoyed this documentary. Um, it was only four episodes long, so it was fairly quick and short. Um, I found myself getting emotionally attached to um, the people, uh, especially Sparkles. Um, mm-hmm. I was really rooting for her throughout the whole show. Um, I wanted her to find her people, find her, 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 her breakthrough, I guess. In the, in no, the, yeah, like her family, somewhere sector. for her to be, somewhere for her to be long. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, because fact- she wasn't a remote in a remote area, yes. so uh, they didn't have any um, sort of. She didn't have a mer community. Yeah, that's it, even it, the right it, word it, to it, use. Exactly. Um, and I also like that we covered, you know, in a sense, the 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 the, 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 the mermaid community is very diverse. Like, it's very accepting of all kinds of people. Like, like, like let's be real. Like, we saw fat people. We saw skinny people. Like we saw people of all shapes and sizes. We saw black people. We saw white people. We saw Chinese people. We saw gay people. We saw straight people. I'm pretty sure there would have been other members of the LGBTQT community. Um, like something like this, watching this 10, 15 years ago, even maybe even 20 years ago, 
Like, even me, myself, who is a nerd, yeah, I'd have been like, mm. ugh, you lot are weird. Like, why just yeah. with mermaids? Like, but where we've moved on along in society, in a sense, like, I found that shit cool. Like, I was like, the next time I go to, if I'm in Vegas, I'm going to go to that casino. I want to go watch the mermaids because that shit looks fucking cool. Like, mm. it looks like, it looks tough. Um, like, especially like, and um, the woman, was it Margaret? I can't remember all the all the. Well, she um, she she was the names. one that had like that elite mermaid company. You had to have, go for auditions. Oh, her, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, cool. and, and basically, yeah. she was like, like she liked the black girl, but she was like, look, for you to do this safely, you've got to be able to lift your weight, body weight out of one. Obviously, you're a big girl, so like she wasn't mean. She was just like, go back stay home. Fact. Yeah, exactly. She was staying fast. She yeah. was like, go back home, work on it, and if and like if you once you can able to do that, come back and audition again, and you might get a job. Like it, 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 and then one of the other women, um, I can't remember her name. I think she, her, her name was like Hannah the Mermaid. Was like, I normally create um fins for like, and again, someone might get upset by this, but she was like, I normally create fins for like normal size girls, but mm. I am not adverse for creating for the plus size community. So I want to work with her to create and expand and show people that. You know, if you are a big girl, or big guy, like you can still be involved. You can still do this as well. Um, mm. What one of the things that made me not I don't say laugh, but um, you know the one that won the mermaid competition. Yeah, I've seen them before, like in a TikTok or Instagram or something. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. when I saw, it, I was like, I I know this guy from somewhere. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, it was just like. It was a really fun world documentary. Um, I hope, you know, anyone that might have thought like, um, how do I put this? Uh, it's too weird to want to be a mermaid. Like, you can, you can do it. Like, there's a there's a community out there for you. You just need to find them. And like, not that I'm going to like go delve into the mermaid community, but I'll be curious to see if that there's, a mer community in the UK and like see you know ha- what events they do because I like it was pretty cool to see they had like a whole mermaid con and uh, where like all of them went to and like they all like you know some of them knew each other they're you know friends on Instagram friends on TikTok and like one of the, one of the guys was like oh you you look really cool and you and, he, and then she was like oh yeah I follow you on Instagram like I like your stuff and he's like oh really like it was just cool seeing that man. Um, I give this a documentary a free piece. Um, it, it was really fun. It introduced me to something new. Um, it showed me that it's not just all about just putting on a mermaid suit and swimming. Like you gotta have core body strength. You gotta be able to hold your breath underwater. Um, you gotta have upper body strength. Um, and you also gotta be committed. Like that's that, that's one thing that I can't do. Like I couldn't do something where like I'm uncertain whether I'm gonna be getting money. Um, or whether it's going to be successful. Like, I, I am very... I My job needs to make me money. I get paid every week. Like, I can't do something where I'm freelancing and I'm, you know, having to be really creative. Um, no, I enjoy this, man. What, what was your thoughts on Mer People on Netflix? Yeah, so... I, I Again, I'm going to lead in with the rating. I give it a three-piece. Mm-hmm. When I watched the first episode... In my head, I, I don't know if I put it on the group chat as well. But in my head, I was like, "Nana, why are you making? This, why are you making me watch this? What is? Why? <laughs> yeah. Because 
I attributed it to other sh- other things like um, you know there's there's furry communities yes. there's other communities like like there's there's, there's people who do um, like fish reconstructions and look like and make themselves look like animals and this that and the other so I thought this was going to be in a similar vein mm. and I was thinking to myself for the life of me why <laughs> am I watching this but towards the end of the first episode or maybe yeah i say midsection um, yeah midsection midpoints um end of the first episode i started becoming more interested in it mm-hmm. and then when i got to the second episode and moving on i thought I, I i was genuinely interested in it because for one it's a community that i know nothing about do you mm-hmm. know what i mean my knowledge of mermaids are either from books or from from films series that kind of thing so you know back in the day there was like do you remember the h2o um films or series right i think i think it was made in australia with three mermaids and stuff like that they had different powers and stuff like that um there was that that i watched when i was younger um of course we had the um little mermaid there was another one as well. I can't remember what it was called, but it, there was a woman who was a mermaid. She came on land, um, ended up falling in love with a human. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't, I, I can't remember for a life. I mean, it was called Splish Splash or whatever it was. I can't remember off, off the top of my head, mm-hmm. but, or maybe just Splash. Anyway, that was my introduction into it. And I never thought that there'll be a community growing out of it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think when I watched the second episode, I thought to myself, actually, I'm someone who has my own community. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We are blurred. Yeah. Um, and in that community, we have people who are massively into cosplaying or mm-hmm. do podcasts like us or play video games and this, that, and the other. And to other people, it may be weird that, you know, why you grown people yeah. cosplaying, play video games, this, that, and the other. And so I took a step back and realized that actually, even in our community, you know, there are people who do all sorts of things, right? Yeah. And for the murder, for the Mer community as well, it's exactly the same. You get people who will create the cosmetic stuff for the for people who cosplay. There'll be people who do the cosplaying. There'll be people who work behind the scenes on productions and things like that for that community too. So, and I mean, and you can also expand it to furry community or to whoever else. And um, like, and I say, everyone is a normal person. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so seeing Sparkle's journey, um, knowing that she was in a very isolated place where there weren't, there weren't any um, mer people, yeah. um, people who may not have understood her profession and this, that, and the other. But even, I think it may have been in the first episode as well, when she was um, at a kid's party, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that she brought so many smiles to these kids, yeah. um, you know, they're like, oh my gosh, she's really pretty. You're really pretty, this, that, and the other. And I'm mm-hmm. sure obviously the tale obviously enchanted them as well. Um, I think it was a very good experience for them. You know, she was a very good entertainer. The way she interacted with the kids was, 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 I think was so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also expanding into other, into the other, um, people in the, in the series. So again, you mentioned the big girl and for, uh, what I like about this one is that don't get me wrong. I think at every community, you get people who goes, no, who go, no, you're too big to be, yeah. um, to be, you know, in our community or, mm-hmm. or maybe you feel shunned this, that, and the other. Or maybe like I mean like like her experience, um, the people who didn't create tales for plus size um, plus size were people. Yeah. So again, just seeing that journey, um, seeing even how they critiqued her, um, you know, they said yeah she's a big girl. Obviously they mentioned that, but that wasn't a, 
a drawback. It wasn't no, a negative no. water. It just meant that for her to be able to, like I said, to be able to lift herself her body out of water, she'd have to strengthen her arms so that, you know, again, health and safety thing because yes. she could only lift herself up out of the water from her own power, right? Mm -hmm. um, especially, and once you watch it, especially seeing where they they work. I mean, last, the Las Vegas place where they're in a tank, for example, that's something that you have to be able to lift yourself up with your own body strength, mm -hmm. uh, body weight. Um, it's very hard for someone to jump in. You don't. It's not like you have lifeguards around you to, yeah, to help exactly. you. So that you have to do it by yourself. And the people around you, some of them in, in costumes, some of them not, are, are, will try and help you as well. But majority of it comes from you. You have to be able to lift yourself up and then they'll help you with your tail, this, that, and the other. Um, I just, I just, yeah, I mean, I without me rambling on much longer, I just thought that it was a very good um, series just exploring mer people, what they are about, um, you know, the different struggles that they have, um, the sort of different communities that, that, um, that well how i said i say is just different communities from different parts of the well this was this was uh, in florida right or yeah. around florida um and las vegas so just seeing how those communities um came together how it started um i i, I mean i thought it was pretty interesting that there was um like a swimming pool place or wherever it was and there was a whole group of of uh, mermaids mm -hmm. um put on shows and these women are now in their i want to say their 70s or something like that yeah it was um, um, some uh, what, 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 wacky fools which 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 fools which, which, yeah something like that yeah. oh we're butchering it but um <laughs> it's yeah it's like that um, or similar to that, to what Nana said, and you know, these are women who enjoyed what they what they did, um, put on a show for people, um, huge production, and obviously, although the the location is no longer there, they still have a big, um, uh, or they're recognised as sort of like I say, the starters, the pioneers of being mermaids. So there's actual history to that as well, which I thought was, was is is interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, you had you had someone I can't remember his surname, but I think his name was Eric or whatever the case was. Yeah, who does TikTok videos, but he's also done his own um production. He's doing his own productions now. He had a huge tank, filled it with fish, um, um, did the whole um scenery and everything as well, also with his team. And then it's putting on productions as well. So, and he also makes tales. And mm -hmm. his journey was that he went to watch these women um, who were pioneers of um, of um, being mermaids and things. And you know, that's where his passion came from. Yeah. Uh, to now creating tales, to now doing his own thing, where he's putting on productions and this, that, and the other. Um, at, and like a tank alone, right? So let me go to the cost. A tank alone oh, yeah. costs like well, his tank hundred k a hundred thousand dollars right and when you hear about the rest of the bird people and then putting their, put their things together and stuff it's an expensive thing um it's something like 250 sometimes i think 250 dollars just for the tail and then you have um um i mean if you want like the most extravagant tails and stuff like that it's like 3k or something like that so yeah, yeah five grand five grand for a tail exactly Exactly. So when Nana says he couldn't imagine himself, you know, spending money and then not knowing or that uncertainty of whether he was going to get a return on that investment, right? That's something that I'm I'm scared of doing. I do like to put mm. money in something that I know that yeah. I'm not going to get a return on investment in. Or um, it's, it's not in my hands to control, right? Mm -hmm. But these people, and I guess, I guess for people who work in... Um, 
um, entertainment, in, in in some sort of arts, be it a performing arts, be it a uh, musician, uh, actor, um, painter, what have you. Um, th that uncertainty is, uh, I think, I think it's pretty, it's it's pretty um, interesting. I guess um, motivated at times that yeah, you're not going to know what's around the corner, but because you want to follow your passion, this is. the work that you're willing to put in in order to um to to make it in the industry you're going for um even the black guy you mentioned again i can't remember his name Blixu, um, Blixunami. Blitz, Blixunami, <laughs> yes that one Blitz, <laughs> yeah um it turns out that he doesn't have he has again a strange relationship with his his parents his parents yeah. don't read don't approve of um of his lifestyle mm -hmm. um one his he's from uh his his parents are both from the church i mean his dad's a pastor um and you know he himself is gay and not only is he gay but he's also um, uh, a a person so mm. someone who likes to dress up as a mermaid and this that and the other and of course for someone who comes from a very conservative background you can understand that his parents would be what would treat it as a very weird and deviant thing to do yeah um so you know he he couch surfers uh, so, sorry he couch surfs um all his productions are pretty much of his own so mm -hmm. as you said little money as possible to to create his to create um um you know his music videos um his his costumes this that and the other even traveling to and from these conventions you know probably cost him an arm and leg he tries to be as frugal as possible yeah. in um to in, in get into those locations so just goes to show you the different journeys that people take and again it's interesting and um like i said three piece from me i again highly recommend no definitely definitely without a doubt man like i, I kind of want to see like so i actually went and followed some of them on instagram um mm. i followed the one that they said was like the very first ever professional um mermaid lady i think she, her instagram is like handles like hannah mermaid um and then i went and followed um oh, i can't remember her name like the the, the 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 black girl that was like number 11 yeah i i, I recognize her again i i, don't, I can't remember any names yeah. um Besides, again, Blitz Tsunami and uh, um, I got as Margaret and um, Sparkles. I can't remember the rest of the names, but yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's uh, move on. Um, I want to go to J-Lo's The Mother. Um, okay. Now, I forgot J-Lo could act, you know, because I was like, what's, what's J-Lo doing in this movie? Um, Jalen's been in loads of films. That, but again, I just forgot in it. I was just watching. I was like, "Right, since when was Jalen acting?" And I went on the IDB. I was like, "Oh yeah, she's been in a lot of stuff." Um, mm. Now, again, I've kind of done a um, a selection in terms of like I've added the mother, and I've also added Mother's Day on Netflix. Two shows of two films of similar. kind of styling so let's mm -hmm. go with the mother. the mother is a 2023 american action thriller directed by nikki caro uh, with screenplay by misha green andrea burloff and peter craig from a story by green the film stars jennifer lopez joseph jo Josephine, lucy pears omari hardwick paul ritchie and gail garcia bamal 
the Marvel release on May 12, 2023 by Netflix. Um, so we have a female lead who we don't know what her rank is, but we know she's a sniper. Um, uh, not sniper, a marksman expert. Um, and uh, she's getting interviewed by the US government and she's kind of... I wouldn't say defecting, but she's like kind of giving evidence about these bad people. Um, mm-hmm. The bad people find them, and then we realize that she's pregnant. I thought that they did that bit really well in like hiding her pregnancy. Because um, when they revealed that she was like, I don't know, like nine months pregnant, I was like, God damn, like that, that was, that, that was sick in it. Um, and then basically, the one, <laughs> one of the bad guys stabs her in her belly. And I was mm. like, oh shit, that's the baby dead. Like, the what? Like, how are you gonna, like, killing children is bad, did it? But to kill an unborn <laughs> child? No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> like, killing an unborn child? Like, that's like the worst. That's, that's like really. Bruh, you, know, you know what? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the kind of abortion that's like, that was really bad. So, anyway, the safe house that they were at, all the like, yo, so even before that, like, all the people got killed in the safe house, and the bad guy goes and kills them, well, kills the baby. Um, thankfully, the mother and baby both survive. Um, she gives the baby up for adoption because she thinks that's going to be the best way to keep the baby safe. Um, for like 12 years, I think it was. Uh, um, I think it was, yeah, maybe 12 years. Yeah. But then the bad guys basically have been tracking the daughter. Um, the guy that she's like left to keep the baby protected um, contacts her to basically say, look, like we fucked up somewhere. They know where your baby is. Who's uh, like now 12. So she's like, right, cool, I want to come back and protect my child. Then there's like a kidnapping scene, which was quite cool. And then she like snaps a couple of people. Um, but in the end, she fails. Now, what I really liked about this is that the kidnapping bit and the rescue was very early on in the movie and was resolved quite quickly. And then there was like a lot more to it. Because normally the, the rescue is like the main thing for the movie. And then once the rescue's done, the movie just ends and it last. That's the happy ending. Kid goes back to the parents or kid gets to stay with the real mom. And then that's it. But instead, they do the rescue and then things go tits up. And then she realized that, you know, I'm going to have to take you to where I've been hiding. And then I'm going to have like to train you to be a survivor. So they have like a little kind of like a, their Rambo Rocky moment where she's training the daughter in the woods, teaching her how to drive, teaching her how to hunt animals, uh, teaching how to use a, a sniper rifle um, and obviously the bad guys find them again and then you know the mum has to go all, all um, born identity and kill all the bad people uh, in the woods uh, I, I really enjoyed this you know like I'm, I'm gonna give this a free piece I had a lot of fun with it um, I was stunned when they killed the guy that was looking after her that like kind of <gasps> I was like, oh my god! Like I knew it was coming, but it was still like, oh yeah. my god! They shot him in the head right, right in front of the kids as well. You know, like mm-hmm. no fucks are given. Um, some of the kills were really cool. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I quite enjoyed this. I give this a free piece. Um, I would highly recommend it. Um, yeah. What, 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 what did you think? And what's your rating? 
I give it. I give it. I'm. I, I think I'm gonna give it bones. You know, it's between bones and wow. uh, and a quarter chicken. But I thought I give it bones. Yeah, I thought that. Do you know what? I'll give it a quarter chicken because at the end of the day, it's an action movie that like, you don't have to think much about anything. Just enjoy it for what it is. But there are a few scenes that could have been left out. A few mm. scenes that could have been done in another order to make it um, more watchable for me. Um, so I thought the pacing was absolutely awful, especially, um, yeah, to be fair, all the way through, I thought the pace was absolutely awful. Mm -hmm. Um, the fact that, um, they firstly, um, the stuff that they showed us, the scene they showed before, um, uh, Jeff Lopez's character was in the cabin in the woods, right? I thought that could have been done without, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I thought, it, I thought the way they delivered that, um, she was this, um, expert marksman with, um, you know, with X amount of kills under her belt, mm -hmm. able to shoot an M14 from, I think it was 1,300, um, meters, meters away. Yeah, that was disgusting. This, that, and the other. Mm -hmm. I thought all of that. I thought all of that was just unnecessary, and it didn't make me believe that she was. I guess. I guess um, Jeff Lopez's portrayal of the character. Mm. I just didn't believe that this that this character was as badass. Do you know what I mean? I just. Yeah. I just. I just didn't think it was believable enough, um, or she was portrayed in a believable way. Right? Don't mm. get me wrong. I thought she was a badass, just not this level kind of level of badass. Do you know mm. what I mean? If you if somebody said to me. Um, so I know Sarah Connor from Terminator was a badass. I believe it straight away. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so the stuff that, that was before, um, it, I didn't think it needed to be said. I reckon if they had started off the film with her being in the cabin in the woods, having a conversation, something happens, and or, or she's told that, you know, she's shown the pictures of her daughter and blah, blah. There was a flashback to 10 years earlier. Mm. This is what happened. And shorten those scenes, just go, um, you know, this is what happened to daughter. Leave out the fact that she's this expert marksman. I think everyone would have gathered that she's a badass. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But because of this expedition, expedition, I can't remember what it's called. Um, when people sort of um, tell you st stuff about about you know a series of events, right? because that was that already came through. Exposition. That's the one. Exposition. Thank you. Mm. Because of this exp exposition. I think it built up a character or, or built up a level of expectation in my mind, which which um, she never reached. So I think they're just done away with that, and then for, it would have been left up to the um, to the audience to make up their minds. I think everyone would have been like, okay, she's it's believable that this person is this badass marksman and stuff like that, right? Um, so one of the scenes uh, this is early on where her daughter gets kidnapped. Um, she she's a sniper right mm -hmm. um she recognizes the guy with the spider tattoo and realizes that um the this guy with the spider tattoo is basically directing you know these two vans where to go what to do how to kidnap this girl right so she's supposed to be this badass right she waited until the henchman got out realizes and and you know and you know, basically, she waited until the henchman got out of these vehicles, um, started doing all this business, and then she decided to act and start and start uh, shooting these people, right? Yeah. And 
if you want to build up a story, I don't think that's the way to go. You don't need to have this guy with a spider tattoo on his on his on his neck yeah. um, to be direct to these people and blah blah, and they get their henchmen out and whatever case is. Shiko stopped single handedly stopped this this um, kidnapping. It just shot the guy in the first place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because then there's no leader to do to, to direct you to do anything, right? There's no, you know, there's the chain of command is broken. And for someone who's a badass, she missed the she missed that point utterly and completely. Again, this is why I didn't believe that she was as badass because her that was that's for my point of view, it's poor judgment. Mm. Because she only ended up torturing the guy and killed him anyway. Um, so and she didn't get any information out of him. The only information she wanted was where's where's this where's this where's my daughter? Um where's she being kept, right? All that could have been completely taken out of the film if she had just killed the guy right there and then, but yeah. she didn't. So that thought that was again lazy writing. Um then during throughout the film, right, there's themes of um, you know, the keep the, the film keeps telling us that yes, this character is a mother, she misses a child. Uh, she wants a child back or wants to have a, some sort of connection with a child, right? So throughout the film, we see that there's a female wolf who's eaten, um, I don't know, a caribou, right? uh, deer, whatever it is, mm-hmm. moose. And she's going to shoot at this at this wolf and then realizes that the wolf actually has cubs mm-hmm. who she's looking after. So then she refrains from shooting the wolf, right? Yeah. In another, in another scene where she's in um, Havana, Cuba, there are girls who during the chase, right? Did this the chase for the guy with the spider tattoo? Mm-hmm. There are girls who are coming up a, a stairway, right? She's on a, she's on a motorbike, right? Um, William, one of the agents who ended up rescuing her or talking to her early on in the film, um, he's on a foot chase, right? So she decides, okay, cool, it makes sense. I'm gonna take a motorbike because it's gonna get me from A to B faster than tra- uh, chasing the guys on foot. Cool. Why does she wait until all these girls? That walked up the stairs before she before she went to uh, before she continued her her pursuit. Right mm. again, we get it. She's a mother, but I th- again, it was just a waste for me. It was a waste of time. She got she got done something else. She could have already started coming down the stairs. She's not going to hit these girls. These girls, you know, parted away anyway. So she could have done that, but it just felt like lazy writing. That yes, I'm going to wait for these girls to come up the stairs and this that and the other, um, and then. Later on in the film or throughout the film, you see that the bad guys have a thing for hurting women, right? So whether it's kidnapping young girls, whether it's uh, pushing nuns and um, I guess other women out of the way as they're being chased or this, that and the other, fine, we understand that. And then her character decides to only beat up the guys. I'm thinking to myself again: the the bad. I mean, to caveat, the the bad guys were all guys, right? The bad the bad people were all guys, right? Of course, but. It just felt funny. It just felt funny that the guys were the ones that were always doing something to the women, and then she was doing something to the guys. Right now, mm. I mean, just that, just that imagery made me think that it, it felt, it felt a bit forced. Right, we get it. These guys are bad. We we understand these guys kidnap young girls and things like that. Right, but even in a foot chase, right, the, 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 the scene didn't need to have this guy pushing women all over the place, blah, blah. And he only talked to the women. It was just as if he ran into some guys and pushed them out of the way. It was specifically the women. So I thought that was a bit forced. Um, and again, we get it. She's a mother. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say female paramount, whatever the case is, right? But obviously we understand that she was fighting against the bad guys who are men. Yeah. But, but she, there was a scene as well where she was in the wrong, right? Of course, there's a busy um, road 
um, a pickup truck pulls out in front of her, but this, this is as she's exiting. Um, this, is a, this is a normal uh, civilian, right? Um, she comes out of the alleyway, right? I don't know what... Hello? I, mean, for, for, I mean, I guess the logic is, for what reason would there be... Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Yeah, all right, cool. For whatever reason, right, well, should there need to be uh, a motorbike come out from an alleyway? Cool. Not only does she, not only does she fly, not only does she collide with this with this uh, pickup truck, right? Flies over, and the guy's telling her like, "Are you crazy? What are you doing?" Blah blah. blah. And that's a normal reaction. Why are you flying out of nowhere, right? Yeah. She decides to get her helmet and hit the guy. The guy <laughs> was in the right, but she hit the guy anyway. Do you know what I mean? And I just thought that, well, what's the point of this, right? We get it. The guy, the guy's being difficult, but he has a right to be difficult because you flew out of nowhere, um, you know, hit his vehicle. And now what? You're gonna hit the guy because he's he's making noise and whatever the case is. I mean, again, that was that was a bit of a throwaway um, throwaway scene. They need to happen, and this is part of the thing that I'm trying to highlight that for whatever reason. And I mean, we understand the guys were always doing something to the women, um, and then she was, I guess, for retribution for women, she was you know only only attacking the guys. Um, so that felt. It felt forced. It felt awful. This is why my rating is is low for it. Um, the during the um, I think right at the beginning of the of the actually no, not at the beginning. After being able to meet up with um or you know um uh, what was it during the rescue of her daughter, um the sniping scene felt like it was um. Almost like a video game. It is. I, I don't. I don't know how exactly to describe it. But you know those sniping games on mobile phones. That's what it felt like. It had no real tension in there for me. Um, the films who've done some really good sniping scenes. Um, you know, taking down taking down a building full of people and this that and the other. But I just didn't feel compelling to me that um, that was such an important scene that you know we know that we understand she's a sniper whatever case is right um it wasn't like difficult shots she was doing she's just picking off people one by one this that and the other but it felt like a video game the way in the way it was shot so for me i have an issue with the way it was shot there um when it came to i'm I know reading off a lot of reasons but i mean this is what this is what this is part of the reason why i gave her bones um the, when she was talking to the daughter as well, she had a dead reason for why she kept William alive. Um, she said that, um, oh, the reason why she kept William alive was because she gave him water. And as a mother, you know, knowing that I was pregnant and this, that, and the other, that that gesture of, of giving me water meant that he was a good guy and yeah. this, this and this and this. And that's why I kept him alive. I'm like, shut up, bro. No one's thinking about that when the guy gives you water. <laughs> I mean, I mean, when you, when you, when you bring in someone for questioning stuff like that, right? Like you're mm. not supposed to just, you know, deprive them of, of, of basic, like it's part as, as, as part of your human rights to have, yeah. you know, to have something that's going to sustain you. Right. They can't just let you leave you to, um, to, uh, die of thirst or whatever the case is and then oh. interrogate you. Because again, that's 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 that's, uh, like also, that's um, also it wasn't like a she, it was a criminal investigation, like she contacted them to like kind of get exactly, do you know what I mean? Exactly, so they were already they're already on on not not I guess not on friendly terms, but they they had an understanding that this woman isn't you know, she's not she's not treated being treated as a suspect. We knew she they knew what her working what her work was, mm. so I thought it was a completely dead reason to keep him alive. Um, let's see. 
I'm trying to see. Oh yeah, then, um, of course there was the Google searching of you know who's my real mum and that kind of thing yeah. in the while they were in the car. Um, I don't know how you go from. Um, I I don't know how you go from thinking that. Um, this woman is your is your is your mum. So I'm going to do a Google search and yeah, going. Exactly she's my mum. Why won't you tell me she's my mum? I'm like, how did you put two and two together? Yeah. Well, that... how, 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 how did you do that? I thought um, I thought so they were trying to say that she's already done it and she's done her homework. She knows that's the mum. How? I mean, sorry, uh, but that, that makes no <laughs> sense because to do your own homework, right? This is a woman who's for all intents and purposes, right, completely undercover. Right, no one knows who she is, where she is. She has the, she has her own alias mm. and stuff like that. The only guy in contact with her, only two people in contact with her, are William, um, who is the adoptive uncle of uh, of the daughter, and um, the guy who is um, who works near the cabin was as as her informant or whatever the case is. Right, who sends her pictures and stuff of the daughter. So this daughter has no way of knowing. I mean, you can't do a Google search and tell me that. Oh yeah. By the way, this is this woman uh, is potentially my daughter. I mean, it mm. makes no sense. That's like me randomly googling some CIA agent somewhere and going, "Oh yeah, I'm related to that guy." That just makes no sense. No, so, it was again. It was a throw. It was a bit of a throwaway um, um, scene. I don't think it needed to happen. I think there are other ways that she could tell that this may have been my potential mum. One of them could be the, the training montage, which I'll get into a little bit, but. It was done, for me, it was done in a very, very poor way. Um, there was one also during that, um, I mean, so to lead on from that, from a Google search point of view, right, or from, from Google search point, um, to caveat, if it was, or to, or to put it into another perspective, if it was a random guy who had gone to rescue her, would she have felt that same energy and gone, are you my dad? Because it is Google search and blah, blah. <laughs> and do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like if you if you interchange that, it could be exactly the same thing. So I'm thinking this girl obviously knows that she's adopted, but I mean, if a random person comes and saves her, does that mean that that person is their is her biological parents? Mm. And so again, that's what that's that was my takeaway from that uh, from that scene. Um, um, again, there was, there, was, there was the car, there was that massive car crash scene where um, uh, William ends up getting shot in the head. Um, it's a freaking huge road, man. Like, like literally, the way it's the way the the scenery. I mean, I mean, I'll talk about the scenery a bit, right? As well, it's a huge ass road. You can see, you can see miles ahead of you, behind you, left and right. You mean to tell me, right, that as you're passing a junction, a random SUV, like flying at hundred miles per hour mm. towards you, is going to take you out? Like, you 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 you, you don't look left and right when you're at a junction. I mean, <laughs> what are you doing here? Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, like, 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 it, it makes no sense as to how you, you how you did not see that. And, and, uh, and the car. fact that the junction was like so wide, there's no cars, no nothing. No cars. If it was a busy junction, it would have made sense. Yeah. If it was a junction that had buildings around it and stuff, it would make sense. Blind mm. spots and things like that, right? Um, but it was, it, was, it was such a big road. Again, it just, it, 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 it was annoying. It was annoying that, 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 that scene was put in there. There was another way they could have done that. Um, and then of course the training montage, um, the train montage, I'm not really a fan of training montages. It does depend on the film. Um, in this case, again, she never disclosed that she was, um, this kid's mom at the same time, she's training her teacher to survive. Fine. Cool. We get it. Mm. 
but then the train montage just felt out of place um, to me. Um, the other, I think the I think other films have done better train montages. Yeah. Um, this one felt out of place, and the music also felt out of place because the music so far throughout this this film has been fairly tranquil. Also, it was upbeat during the um, um, foot chase, but then even this one. It, it, it felt out of place. All of a sudden, it was just like, I don't know, like, like this, like, uh, fast-paced, um, you know, like, like you know, fast-paced drumming and, and this, that, and the other, techno music, whatever it was. I just It just felt out of place to me. Mm. Um, and um, also, when um, the daughter ended up doing something, she gave, I think, a police officer her real name or something like that. I'm thinking, again, it was the medical bit. When the she, medical bit, exactly. And again, I'm thinking, again, wolf, you are some sort of badass agent, right? How is it that you forget to give your daughter a fake name? Do you mm. know what I mean? You are trying to be undercover, right? Already, you're not letting her meet up with 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 random people or people within that town, right? Mm. Again, which you are isolated from, but you also forget to give her this fake name. How? You're a badass agent. Do you know what I mean? Which is, again, why this whole exposition wasn't needed in the first place. Mm. Um, and to sum up everything, I just didn't feel like, I mean, I didn't feel like, um, I didn't feel anything about the relationships between the characters. You know what mm. I mean? The the um, Jeff Lopez's character with the daughter, um, William, I think, was the only character I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, William is, I can't remember the, the actor's name, but he... Amari he, um, um, something. Oh. Yeah, he portrays um, Ghost in... Um, in Amari Hardwick. Amari Hardwick. Yeah. He portrays Ghost in... Um, in um, Power. Uh, Power. Um, his character I liked, but the lines they gave him were absolutely awful. Um, I, again, I didn't like the relationship between his character and Jennifer Lopez's character. Um, the story at Payson were generic and obvious. There was questionable phys- physics at camera angles, like the physics, for example, when she um, was sniping from the um, parking lot, uh, the multi-story parking lot. And um, she ended up jumping out of the vehicle over um, over the guardrail onto uh, a van and then onto the floor, right? Again, I mean, I've watched enough action films, free running film, uh, free free running stuff, stunt stuff, right? To to know that that's not how you're supposed to do that, um, that scene, right? So again, our place. Um, and there's no cohesion between the different elements in the film. Mm. So it felt, just for me, it felt disjointed. So I'm giving it bones. Okay. I thought I, I said quarter chicken earlier, but I'm giving it bones. All right, that's fair. That's fair. All right, so the other one, uh, you enjoyed it a lot more than I did. Uh, it was Mother's Day. Uh, it's a Polish film. Um, so when her the plot is when the son she's never known gets kidnapped, former special agent Nina dusts off her deadly skills to bring it home, no matter who gets in her way. Um, now, I used a hard chicken. I didn't like it as much as I did the mother. But what I will say, the action was a lot better. Like the mm. kills, um, bones breaking. Um, it, it 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 almost has elements of like a female John Wick. Um, I yeah. liked it for what it is. Um, I felt the story wasn't as 
clean in my opinion i didn't buy it as much um i think they tried to add a bit too much of the guy um who needed money at the end trying to um double crosser like the double you knew the double cross was coming but i think they could have done it in a little bit of a better way um but the ending with him being revealed as as being like the bad guy um was kind of funny when they're um showing in the cctv footage that made me laugh um yeah, I give this one a half chicken. Um, what was your rating? Um, so I liked the pace to this one. I think it was it was better done than uh, um, what's the name? Uh, J Lo's uh, uh, J Lo's film. Um, what I liked about it are the action scenes. Um, it had those well those I don't know what to call it, but it's those continuous. Um, oh, what's it called? It's like, wait, take one take. Like, oh, like, like you um, film the scene in one take. Yeah. Um, in one continuous shot. And exactly. So I really like those those scenes. I thought I thought were well done. Um, it happened several times over, so I didn't feel out of place that all of a sudden. Well, basically, I I like the fact that they, they did it um uh, quite a few times. So nice. um, I didn't even know it happened when, um, it was in the. So I think it happened during the street fights. Um, uh, maybe the street fight it, it, it did break that but it happened when she was in one of the warehouses uh, fighting against like five guys ten, seven guys um, in the kitchen um, it happened again where she was fighting one of the main bad guys um, in, in, in another warehouse um, so that was it was very well done um, the close ups the the um, where camera was taken far away from them where it was panned to over the top and all that stuff. I thought um, those elements worked very well for this film. Um, again, with this one, we don't get any exposition about this character. Um, we know that... I mean, when, she, when she's first introduced to us, she's a woman who has literally just bought beers. Um, these two women are being harassed by five guys. Yeah. And she tells them, listen, guys, stop. And then walks away, and the guys are obviously not letting it go. And then she just starts dashing beers at the, at these guys' heads. I think she knocks out two of them yeah, just by dashing funny. beers. Yeah. And you know she does. It's also like she's some invincible person. She keeps getting beaten down and gets back up and finishes the fights. Um, and that's the theme throughout this this film. She keeps getting like she's not again. She's not invincible like John Wick. She would get like John. Even John Wick gets beaten down. You know has to get back up, um, sort himself out, and then go again. Right. And she did the exact same thing. Um, so good, good cinematography. Um, a more likable character, I'd say, than Jeffrey Lopez's character too. Mm. Uh, sorry, I'm, really, I'm comparing the two because they are both mothers yeah, who've yeah. lost their kids and you know trying to track them down and rescue um, them, and that kind of thing. Well, that was the, that was the reason why I picked those yeah. movies. No, it's good. It's good to have that that comparison. Mm. Um, I liked the again because you don't have to think much i that's why i like the film because you don't have to think much about it um i didn't again i'd have to feel like this woman was a badass her actions told me that she was a badass <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah. um there's a little bit where um she has a grave that has her name on it um and we know from a conversation a brief conversation that she's ex-military or something like that so again done you know quick fast in a hurry we now know that this is a background cool that explains why she's such a badass yeah it, it adds to the character now it's of me expecting her to be it i now understand why she's this, this she's this kind of person um 
Payson is very good as well. Um, I, again, I like the relationship between her and her son because um, she was just a random person to this to this uh, to this kid. Obviously, uh, I think the son is. Um, I think he's he's a teenager, so close to being an adult. Um, so. Obviously, this woman has saved her, has doesn't know who she is, but you know, she's locked him up basically with her in this in the safe house. And he's thinking to himself, Why are you like let me go, let me go? Like like you've done your job, like let me go, cool. Mm -hmm. Um Safe House becomes compromised, she hides him somewhere, but also just hands him some pictures to look at. Um and that was more compelling because at least he understood that, oh, so because she because she had said previously that I knew your dad. Right. Yeah. And so through these pictures, he sort of discovers that, okay, this is my dad. This is the woman who rescued me. It makes sense. Oh, look at this. They're, they served in military together. They're now hugging each other. Okay. Um, they're now hugging each other out of uniform. Right. I understand. So maybe she's trying to tell me through these pictures that I am your mother. Right. And that was done in a, in a, in a much more succinct way than um, than the shit show of um, J-Lo's film. I'm not going to bother pronounce, uh, remembering the name of it. Um yeah, so oh no, I think I give her a half chicken. Um, I said much better story than than JLo's one. Yeah. Um, the action scenes were were good. Um, there was some there was some shooting scenes in there. Um, you know, good fight scenes in there. The story was it was a good action film in general. Um, which mm -hmm. is what which is what I liked. Um, there was a double cross in there as well. Um, and even the way it ended, it ended on a cliffhanger because it wasn't the end of the adventure, right? Um, now we have um, the mother, this mother's, the, the, the mother's, mother's mother. mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The mother of the of the main character now coming and going, by the way, you fucked up. Um, these guys are going to be after you now. Now I have to step in and you're lucky I'm stepping in because mm -hmm. you'd be dead right now. And then... It, the 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 then then the film ends right so you know that okay this adventure is going to go for another for another f uh, film maybe but we know that the whatever um, crap that they're in hasn't died down yet yeah and it was good it was it was, it was a good ending whether there's going to be a number two or not it doesn't matter because we know that yeah she's not going anywhere for anytime soon she's still there trying to protect her, her child um so yeah overall this film I recommend. Go watch this one on Netflix. It's in um, original language is Polish, um, but it has English subtitles and English dubs. Mm. Um, also, this um, film piqued my interest in uh, you know how black people um, um, sort of sort of just like black the black black people's experiences in in Poland um, purely because Poland is a country that I know little of. Yeah. Um, Obviously, I, I know quite a few. I said I know quite a few Polish people, but I've worked with a few Polish people um, back in the day. Um, I had Polish friends as well. So um, yeah, again, it's just something that interests me. Every time I travel somewhere or I think of different countries to travel, I always think to myself, "What's the black? What, what are the experiences of black people there?" Um, because I don't want to be walking into or going to a country where I feel unwelcome, basically. So that's what yeah. piqued my interest in that. But that's just an aside. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, a, a good film that I recommend uh, people go watch. Nice, 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 nice. Very good, very good, very good. All right, we are back. Had a quick little break. Um, next thing on the list is Fubar. Um, it is an Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, 
comedy um I'll describe it. comedy um action movie action comedy action comedy there we go there's the right word Series. um I was gonna say how do I describe this um basically Arnold Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a character called Luke Brimmer who is an CIA agent who's about to go into retirement but unfortunately he's called back in for one more case and that case involved extracting his daughter from a mission that's about to go west um i've only watched an episode and a half so far um ran out of time can't have too many people watching netflix um at the same time um from the the little um what do you call it not sample, but like mm. the little source material. Not source material. From the little bit I've watched so far, yeah, I'm giving it a free piece. And if it carries on, um, I don't see why it can't be a whole chicken. Um, I really enjoyed an episode one where um, the guy was like, this guy is such a good killer that he created a new way to slit someone's throat that they bleed out quicker. Yeah. And that was the vertical slit. And then you see that coming to play later on. Um, the comedic... Um, duo of is it Rue and Aldon? Um, the, 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 the two CIA agents that work with him. Mm. The, uh, the, I, I I like the humor that they bring to it, and then obviously I've just oh, seen they've yeah. I've just seen they've added a therapist. Um, so I'm looking forward to see how that one goes. So mm. yeah, man, it's it it, it it looks good, looks entertaining. It looks like they spent a decent amount of money on it. Uh, it's eight episodes long. Each episode is anywhere between forty-five to an hour long, so that's that's really good. Um, yeah. So definitely. yeah, I, 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 you've watched the whole thing. Um, yeah, I've watched. I, am I in for a treat, or does it fall off after episode two? No, you're in for a treat. It's actually pretty dis- decent, pretty well paced throughout the series. Mm-hmm. Um, the comedy is present throughout it. Um, the I guess the level of danger involved, or what I should say, the stakes are raised um, towards the end of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, the I really like Arnold Schwarzenegger in this. Um, obviously, he's a, he's an aged he's an aged actor, mm-hmm. but he's still doing he's still doing his best to um, you know. Um, <clears throat> first and foremost, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a guy who i've seen like majority of his films i've seen him in um in twins eraser so basically all his action films um his comedic films with uh i think it was um i can't remember so you probably he gave birth to like his son and that was our kid twins no not twins uh no there's there's twins and there's another one of danny devito yeah junior i think it's called junior i do not remember but sorry, carry on. You do remember, all right, fair enough. But yeah, um, but yeah, um, it's just it's just nice seeing um Arnold Schwarzenegger in another in another sort of action comedy series. Mm-hmm. Or I guess I think I don't know if this is his first series he's done, but either way, it's a good series. Yeah, I think um, I think it's his first I think TV Monica show. Monica Barbro playing. Mm. Yeah. So I think Emma Barbaro playing, sorry, Monica Barbaro playing Emma Brunner um, adds a different element to uh, to the series because Arnold Schwarzenegger's character Luke Brunner, Brunner, sorry, is um, a, uh, is a dot father. 
So he's only wanted what's best for his daughter. It's very hard for him to let her go and do her own thing. So even during this um, uh, series, you see that dynamic play out um, where, again, he's trying to shelter as much as possible. Um, you see Rue. Rue is pretty funny as well, played by Fortune um, Feimster. I believe that's how you pronounce the name. Um, I think the first time I saw Rue was another series. I can't remember what the name, or name of it was, but it was similar to like a and q or, or um, I guess the UK's or the US version of uh, of a BNQ, um, where the gang got to you know all loads of I guess stupid antics and things. Um, I didn't like her much in that one. I've, to be fair, I haven't seen the series um, to formulate a proper opinion of of her portrayal. But in this one, I do like her. Um, she's super smart. Um, I think she majored, majored in maths or something like that. So you see her um, put that into practice. But along the way, um, she has that comedic element, which is very good for the series. Um, yeah, so overall, a good series. I give it a three-piece. Um, haven't watched it from start to finish. Um, the jokes that are there land. Um, there's a bit of back and forth between, um, I said between Emma and Luke, but um, they bounce off of each other. To be fair, the whole cast bounces off of each other well. Um, so yeah, everyone's in for a tree on that. Nice, 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 nice. All right, so that brings up me up to everything that I've watched. I know you had um, one or two things on Netflix that you watched as extra. So if you want to tell me about yeah. it, tell me your range. All right. So one of the stuff I watched was uh, Wonder Sykes's new uh, stand-up comedy called I'm an Entertainer. Uh, so um, this is, I think, her first, um, her first on-stage uh, comedic appearance after, or I guess, um, appearance after the pandemic. Um, I think she's she's been doing the Upshaws as well, so that's a series that I've been watching. Her, her comedy is just funny there too. But in, so, not but, in addition to that, in Wonder Sykes, I'm an entertainer, she talks about, um, you know, she talks about COVID, about the, COVID, about the pandemic that we all had. Um, she talks about, uh, I guess, um, Black Lives Matter. She talks about, um, you know, especially especially in the death of Ahmaud Aubrey. And, you know, yes, it's a serious topic, but she brings a, a bit of a comedic light to it as well, which which I think is needed. Um, a lot of things happened during 2020, 2021. So, um, yeah, she addresses that. She addresses what it's like to, um, you know, live with kids and COVID. So that was funny. Um you know, because I don't know if I don't know if you know Percy Nana, but um, she is married to a French woman, and she has two white kids as well. Um, well so, so that there are times where she <laughs> there are times where um, you know she says to a kid, "Oh, don't do this. It's, it's weird as shit. Like bringing in snakes and stuff like that." Because uh, apparently, only only white pe- only white kids would bring home things like snakes and stuff like that, and black people are like that's that's a no go. You don't do that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then she goes basically because what it sounds like stop trying to do this white like, like stop trying to do like white people shit. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And then she and then the kid goes, Oh mom, is that why you won't lend me shorts during winter? And it's just like exactly that. But like the way she does it is so much funny, funnier. Um so that one I give a three piece. Um it's an hour long uh special on Netflix. Um so yeah, it came out. Literally, I think got released literally last week. So it's still fresh there. Everyone go give it a go. Next one I watched was Dumpling, um, 
which is a film based on the book of the same name and it stars Jennifer Aniston. Um, so story is about uh, a, bit, a big girl, basically. You know what I mean? A fat girl, big girl, mm-hmm. or however you want to describe her. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets into, um, um, not modeling, pageantry. Because Jennifer Aniston's character is also a pageant queen. Um, she won it um, a few years ago, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. So basically, um, initially, um, the character Willow 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 Dean uh, Dixon, whose um, pet name that mom gives us Dumpling, um, she decides to join the join pageantry to make basically mock it, but ends up really enjoying it. Um, so along the way, you know, she gets, um, you know, she's very confident of herself, but she's very self-aware that she's still a big girl and things like that and, and this and that and the other. So that all adds into the pageantry, you know, pageantries for the longest period of time have been catered to people who fit a certain body shape, obviously slim girl, slim women. Um, so this is just her uh, breaking the mold. Um, she... Um, all in all, it's a good film. It's a three piece. It's something I was expected to uh, to enjoy, but I really did enjoy it, um, and I do I do recommend it. It's a light hearted watch. Um, it reminds me of films I watched back in the day when I was younger. Um, you know, sort of like young young adults. Um, um, yeah, uh, I guess films. So it's a nice easy watch. Uh, check it out. Nice. Um, uh, next one I've watched was uh let's see ah so i watched um the costco documentary oh nice what did you think I of thought, it I, I thought it was interesting i give it a, i mean it's hard to rate this documentary because i mean okay i, I give it I, I give it a three piece just because it's good to see what um um costco does Actually, i say i give it a half chicken it's good mm. to see what costco does um it's nice to know how they go about pricing things um you know, hearing or learn about certain tips here and there. For example, the fact that not that the, the displayed price may not always be the actual price of the yeah. products, but it's not just grab your attention, catch your eye, you pick it up, and then later on you find a nice surprise until it's of it being eight ninety nine, it'll be stuff like thirteen ninety nine. But that's an example. Um, learning how to get a Costco card. Um, so you can be referred to it. It has to be a certain um, professions in order to get one. Mm-hmm. But there's this Amex card as well um, that you could you could potentially have, um, and it was ex- the Amex was accepted in a few branches. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was interesting because I didn't know until recently that also it's owned by an American um, company. Um, I can't remember what American company that is or that American person, but um, because it's American, it makes sense that you have an Amex card, which would, um, you know, gain, which allow you to gain access to uh, to this exclusive club of, uh, yeah. I guess, Costco. That is Costco. Um, I like that it dived into sort of like the layout of the shops. Um, the fact that it has, you know, it has all sorts of stuff there. Um, so for um, our listeners who are abroad or perhaps have never been to a Costco before, imagine it as simply a huge warehouse that has one entry and one exit. And 
Um, it has rows upon rows upon rows of aisles, and each aisle has something different in there. There aren't any signs that tell you where these things are, so you basically have to go around exploring. Mm -hmm. And the catch is, when you go around exploring, you end up finding deals that you may not, or things that you may not have known to be super cheap. You go pick them up, and it obviously adds to your shopping uh, trolley if you're not someone who's um, disciplined in uh, in shopping. Um, all in all, all in all, um, fairly eye-opening. I definitely say that, um, you know, if you are in a profession that allows you to get a Costco card, uh, perhaps look into it. I'm not saying that you should get it, but look into it. You may, you may be it. pleasantly surprised with um, with some deals that they have there. Um, Costco has this huge... Um, um, I will Costco is a wholesaler, first and foremost, right? And with that, it has access to huge um packaging for example if you go to a local sainsbury's or something like that you may have um say maybe uh a pack of i don't know shampoos right you go to a costco not only will the shampoos be um a fraction of the cost but also they'd be bigger so mm -hmm. if, for example if something's got if, if you have a 200 million bottle or something expect to find a 500 million bottle or something or uh, a liter bottle or something um they compared things like drinks like that thing's called kirkland brand the kirkland brand drinks so those the vodkas that they had um supposedly um gray goose manufactures the kirkland stuff yeah i think they refuted that um in a statement that was mentioned in the documentary mm -hmm. however the the vodka itself they did when they did a, a taste test or sampled it to uh to people um it and it ended up um being highly recommended by them um this is done anonymously as well so they didn't know what they were drinking but everyone pointed to the, the cup that was um the kirkland brand uh, vodka but they also have Kirk, other Kirkland products there, yeah. um, as some are apparently high quality. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just really interesting to learn about Costco, learn about um, how they how they do things, um, the pricing, for example. Um, so yeah, this is it's informative in that way. Yeah. Wow. Um, next one I watched was um, Super Mario Bros. The Super Mario Bros. film. Mm -hmm. um, I give this a three piece. It's it's everything that I wanted in a Super Mario's film. Mm -hmm. um, only thing I'd say is that um, it felt like Mario wasn't really needed until the end of the film. If you if you see what I mean, yeah. I think Peach, Princess Peach could have, I guess, single-handedly done everything. It's just mm -hmm. in the right place at the right time, basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Mario wouldn't have been needed, but it's nice to have Mario there. Obviously, Mario is a titular character. If someone said, "I'm going to watch the Princess Peach film," I don't think anyone would go watch that, or I think yeah. a handful of people would go watch that. Um, but there are a lot of elements in there that I did like. I did like the go kart and stuff. I liked that you had Donkey Kong there, and you know Mario and Donkey Kong fought um, a huge, a huge load of load of easter eggs there for example when mario and donkey kong fought and uh, so you know with, with donkey kong throwing barrels um at, at mario um it reminded me a bit of of um the um oh the super smash bros games as well with all yeah. the stuff that with all the combos that they did mm -hmm. um i thought that was pretty cool um during the during the chase scene on on rainbow road 
um, you had the blue shell that turned into a blue shell, and obviously blue shells are are the most dreaded item you could pick up and or mm-hmm. get hit um, by in the Mario Kart games. So again, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, all in all, it had all the Easter eggs in there that I want to be in a Super Mario film. Mm. Um, I think the voice acting was was good. Um, I like that they had the Italian um, the Italian accents during the um, adverts that they that they did. Yeah. So they they try to to advertise their business um, to the community. So they have the advert there. That's where they have the voices. But then they address it saying that oh should we have kept those kept those um those voices then go nah it's good for it's good for the for the um for the advert but you know they they stuck to you know chris pratt stuck to his voice i can't remember who um voices luigi but it was explained and you know that was it done no no need to have a uh you know fuss about it um princess peach i like princess peach's character she was a damsel in distress um and to be honest, that is, I guess, um, not really a breath of fresh air. I know that she keeps getting kidnapped and stuff in um, in um, the Marabros film. Oh, sorry, games. Um, but they give it out to a multitude of reasons that we're not told. We're just told that she gets kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> um, in fact, one of the... When Mario first goes into the castle, right, to look for Princess uh, uh, Peach to help him, uh, to help find Luigi... Um, there's a line that one, that one of the um, I guess Toad people say, which is, "Oh, she's not. I think we've got a wrong castle. She's not here. Uh, she, she's maybe in another castle or something to that effect." Yeah. And that's directly off of the game as well. Mm-hmm. So again, that's, that's those are some Easter eggs. Yeah. No. Those are some of the Easter eggs that I that I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, but back to Princess Peach. Um, you know, she is. Uh, but all right, so I mean, she. She's she's a fun character, um, you know. She is maybe as popular, if just slightly less popular than Mario, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, she appears in every game that Mario has. That Mario has to be in to save her. Um, a game as well. She has her own combo hits and things and that. Um, she can shapeshift as well um, to give her new combos and things like that. So it made sense that she was, a, uh, you know, um, she wasn't a damsel in distress. Um, if there's a case that she was a damsel in distress, um, then you sort of have to explain away the fact that she has her own game. <laughs> well, she's she's a playable character in her own game and she actually holds her own um, in the um, in the Super Smash Bros. melee games. Or I guess Super Smash Bros. games in total. Um... Bowser was fun. Um, I don't know if it was voiced by um, it was voiced by Jack Jordan Black. Peele. No, it was voiced by Jack um, Black. But yeah, again, Bowser was voiced by Jack Black. Oh, Jack Black. Oh, yeah. I. It shows. I didn't. Yes. I did not pick that up. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right then. So Jack Black. Yeah. So um, good. So yeah, very very good. Um, um, I guess voice acting by Jack Black. Um. I think he got. A bit, I think he actually got lost in um, in um, playing Bowser. But again, Bowser is interesting. You know, he he also loves the princess. He did all, he did everything to gain the princess's affection. Um, and that's what made him the bad. That's what made him a bad guy. 
But Bowser's just a bad guy in general, right? I yeah. mean, this just shows that he's a bad guy. He did what he did because he he, he has one track mind. Roland tried to ask for stuff. He'll just take it and be like, okay, I've taken it. This is what I'm doing with it now. It's what it is. Deal with it. Um, animation was crisp. Um, it, there, was, there was good attention to detail, even right at the beginning where you saw the penguin's fur. You can see the little the individual strands of, of um, I guess, yeah, fur that he did have or hairs that he did have. I don't know if... Um, penguins have you know i guess every tiny feathers away the cases but anyway you can see those those high attention to those details there um yeah overall just a fun family film um that i recommend nice. and now i am going to reel off a list of animes that i've completed because i was supposed to have done this last recording and i didn't do that so um reboards master the blade uh 12 episodes long i give it a half chicken um Again, just 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 a fun watch. You don't need to, don't need to think too hard about it. Um, this is the one where this is the anime where you had um, a master who's reincarnated, a, a male master of martial arts, who's been reincarnated into um, a young into a, a female body, basically. So he grows up being a fe- a woman or being a female from um, a baby to about sixteen when this adventure takes place. Oh, sorry, fourteen when this adventure takes place. Yeah. Um, so yeah, fun watch. Um, Handyman Saito in Another World, uh, 12 episodes long. Um, I give this, uh, again, a half chicken. Um, it's got some good action scenes in there. Um, it's, yeah, again, it's just, it's just, there's nothing to, there's nothing much to, like, you know, rave about these animes that have come out, but they're just all fun watches. Um, next one is Chilling in My 30s After Getting Fired from the Demon King's Army. Mm-hmm. Again, half chicken, 12 episodes long. Um, this is the one where um i mean the, the name the title of the of the series sort of says everything that, that needs to be learned on known about this but again just got it's got good action in there it's got a decent story in there too it's not that long um so why not give it a go um next one is the ice blade sorcerer shall rule the world uh 12 episodes long i give this uh, it's, a, it's a half chicken um this is one where you have the Ice Blade Sorcerer being a t- teenage boy mm-hmm. who is enrolled into school to um, learn more about his humanity because obviously he's a soldier. Soldiers fought in wars that obviously, um, obviously um, has its mental toll on him. So him going to school to interact with people his age, make real friends. Um, does help. Uh, does help him. Also, uh, um, it's got it's got quite a few comedic elements in there. Um, mm-hmm. There's a bit where he uh, cross dresses, and also that adds more to the illusion. Um, it's it's super funny because even though he even though he's transformed into this girl, mm-hmm. sometimes he'll take off the the voice changer that change of spell that he has. Yeah. So it's his voice with the body of the girl, and that disconnect that throws characters off as too. Um, even makes the female characters uncomfortable. So they say, "No, put put the voice back on because it's easier to talk to him that way." So yeah. um, again, you've got those comedic elements in there, um, and I, uh, I, it's a I, decent watch. I wore at next some one point. is um, the Tale of Outcast. I will at some point go to, go back to some of these because I started some of them, but I just didn't finish them. 
Yeah, fair. You need to clear a list. <laughs> yeah, slowly and surely. Um. All right. Uh, so Tale of Outcasts is one where you have a girl who goes blind um, to form a contract with um, a demon, essentially. But this demon has you know, has looked after her since she was young, this and the other. So um, for her, it was it, it was nothing that she lost her eyesight to be with someone um, for as long as she lived, basically. Um, I give this a quarter chicken. I think it started off fairly well, but I think it became a bit convoluted for me for an, an anime that's you know only 13 episodes long. Mm -hmm. um, but check it out, see what you think about it. I've got about four more to go, and that's my list done. Next one is the Fruit of Evolution season two, twelve episodes long. Um, it's as good as season one. Um, the character becomes a bit more mortal in this because there's a there's a there's a evil character who's equally as strong if not stronger than him mm -hmm. so he has to go through basically a final evolution in order to beat this 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 guy but um um you know it still has him being overpowered for the most part um the comedic elements of all the girls who like him who are attracted to him and that kind of thing and them having to in, in a sense share him um so again that has its own uh comedic elements in there um next one is buddy daddies 12 episodes long i give it a three piece nice. buddy daddies is one that i wasn't expecting to be so good but the animation is super crisp i also like the relationship between both the partners um partners in in sense of they are um they they work together but also in raising um raising the daughter, the daughter. um you know there there is some tragedy that does uh, before them so the the biological mum the mum actually does pass away but um while the dads keeps still the dads keep that information away from her until she's until she's older obviously because she's only about maybe five or six mm -hmm. well she's a toddler i say toddler but she's about five when when this happens only four years old so very much a, a very very young child when this happens they're shielding her from the truth you know, really tugged my heartstrings. And the final episode is where she's grown up. And I say grown up, but she's starting um, high school. So, you know, she's in her uniform and everything like that. She's this bubbly person um, taking a selfie of um, of all three of them um, because the shop has, they've now opened up a shop that is um, uh, just a, a small restaurant that does, you know, I guess, uh, breakfast, lunches, dinners, you know, desserts, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, well, such a such a heartwarming uh, episode, um, and throughout it's just the, the whole bunch of cuteness that goes on there. You just see how uh, this character grows. So, it's a three piece for me. One hundred percent. Check out Buddy Daddies. You will not be disappointed. Nice. Um, Tokyo Avengers uh, season two, twelve episodes long. Um, this again is. I have a love hate relationship with this because it feels like the main character does not want to grow or it takes a very very long time in growing in terms of doing what he needs to do to to prevent the future um from unfolding way it does um i feel like it takes him a very long time to get himself moving once he starts moving then it gets slightly interesting so this finally happens um towards the end of this series mm. um i'm gonna give season three a go um once it's released i'm sure the season three will, will be um released soon or well, i say soon but uh, next year um but i give it a half chicken just because of this love-hate relationship i have with it. it it can be good but the main characters still taking 10 years to just wise up 
you know actually start doing some some form of training in order to um in order to make himself an effective leader of um one subdivisions of the gang um and also to like i said prevent those tragedies from unfolding in the future our last one is campfire cooking in another world with my absurd skill 12 episodes long i give this a half chicken um this is another isekai where we have the main character having great cooking skills um he befriends uh, with those skills with those cooking skills um he's able to give people stats boosts um so he contracts both a fenrir and a slime each time he feeds the slime and fenrir they do gain these uh boosts which means that when they go out and um hunt for all these exotic animals uh, or exotic fantasy animals to uh, to eat um they gain a lot of um they, they do level up quite a bit um you know the slime is the cutest thing ever i think slime's name is uh sue um i think for for water i think um but um yeah slime is super cute uh the times i go oh this guy <laughs> um um with that the main character also does gain um skills by by dint of being uh um uh, in a contract with the fenrir so mm -hmm. ends up you know learning magic he also um levels up like high level magic too it also levels up um more goddesses get involved in giving him blessings so he's got you know there's a fire blessing he has there's there's a couple more blessings that he has and on top of that he's given sue a water blessing so sue is even stronger um with water with water magic yeah um but yeah, overall, um, again, it's a very good series. Um, half chicken for me. So that's it. Nice. That's, that's everything that I've been up to. Cool. And that brings us to the end of our episode. So thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed this, leave us a review. Share it with a friend. Um, let us know what we can do better. Let us know if there's any movies that you want us to cover. Um, next week is Spider-Man. So that should be a really good, fun episode. Looking forward to that. Uh, and I will also be finishing FUBA. So, Martin, as always, thank you for joining me and say bye to the people. Bye, everyone. Catch you next time. All right, guys. Wow, we hit two hours today. Damn. We, wow. Well, that's not true enough, I guess. It's, it's <laughs> and I a, just kept talking and talking, so hey. It's been a while since we had a long episode, so I, 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 I'm quite happy with that. We're looking to always be about around hour, hour and a half mark, unless there's a lot of good quality content. So, uh, yeah, um, didn't talk about anything from the PlayStation Showcase because I haven't even watched it yet. Um, so if you want any gaming news go over and check out our friends nerds um, they will definitely be covering that as well as who's next gaming um, who will definitely be covering that in his gaming section with um, Sir Kalo and uh, also check out Rock with Hot and also PCR Pop Culture Leftovers so right without further ado bye bye now